Hey everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode of the Gone Shooting Podcast. Your hosts, Ryan and Tyler. What is up? What is up? We got another great episode today, and before we get to that and our guest, got to mention the big news with our Facebook page that uh, went really well. I mean, we finally passed 100 likes on Facebook. And uh, still still going. I think it's like 125, 126, yep. something like yep. that. Um, yeah, and it was really exciting. So thank you f- so much to everybody that uh, has liked the page, commented, shared, whatever it may be. Uh, that's pretty cool, especially, again, like we said, we're still in the baby stages, still mm-hmm. learning, still pretty raw and bare. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's cool. I mean, it's just started out something fun to do. And Yeah, I couldn't I, believe it, man. You know, I take it super serious now. I mean... Doing, I couldn't sleep the other night. I was, I don't, I don't even remember what night it was. I think it was Saturday. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep. It was like four in the morning. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to write the outline for this episode today. <laughs> and uh, so here we are. And we had a bunch of people say that you know they want to sit in with us. And we, I mean, even before we passed the hundred and all that kind of stuff. So everybody, be patient out there. We will get to you. Promise. promise. We have a lot of great topics that we're going to discuss in the future, and some really cool episodes coming up that I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. to get to and uh kind of a little bit of a format change a little bit we decided rather than uh being so all over the place with topics and you know having four or five different things to talk to we're going to decide to focus on one thing at a time you know hopefully to get our times down a little bit even though nobody's really complained about it but <laughs> yeah we want to make it a little more accessible for everybody so getting down and uh obviously i'm sure everybody noticed the music thing beginning now so we're gonna be a little more high tech mm-hmm. and still going still getting there um i dug the music yeah the music was pretty sweet. good jam and uh so we're gonna get to our episode today with our guest mr william t big willie welcome back again how, how you, you doing how you guys doing this evening thanks for having me yet again hey thanks for uh inviting us into your domain again yeah, you, you host and then you offer me some beer like i i don't I don't know whether I should uh, like shake your hand or, or what, or, uh, or shake, shake your Peter <laughs> <laughs> with my mouth. Yeah. So oh, we just got vulgar really fast. <laughs> hey, uh, we we warned them a couple episodes ago. If they don't like it, turn it off. Bingo. That's how we so do it. We're here today. Our episode for today is the great American pastime. We're going to be talking some baseball. Nice little sound effect there that I found. So, yeah, <laughs> that I mean, is excellent. We're gonna be talking. You know, that was the sport that I played. Charge! That was the sport that I played the most uh, growing up. I think yeah. that kind of goes for all of us. Just, I mean, you were baseball and football, but Will, I mean, uh, we baseball played soccer. So, yeah, yeah, we yeah. played baseball forever growing up. And then, obviously, talking about, you know, self-admittedly, I'm not much into baseball anymore mm-hmm. uh but it's getting there it's getting there and uh so we're going to talk about a little bit of all of it today um we're going to talk about some topics uh and and going on with baseball that you know is an issue pretty much every every season mm-hmm. i mean talking salary cap mm-hmm. uh talking steroids uh one thing that really kind of turned me off we'll get to is the instant replay thing and i'll explain that more when we get to it and then this new thing that just came up recently is the proposed ninth inning trailing team hitting rule. I, I don't know necessarily the full detail. I read a little bit about it. We'll get into it a little more. But baseball is 
uh, what, less than a month away? Yeah. Opening day? The yeah. 29th, I believe, is the first game. Yeah, that's that's a big deal in Cincinnati. I kind of want to go. Saw the other day that uh, Bob and Tom's going to be down there again, and some special guests. And I mean, opening day is always kind of big in Cincinnati, anyways. It always has been. Yeah, no matter how good or bad they are, they still have a thousand people. A thousand. It's exciting. They still have like uh, I don't know tens of thousands of people, maybe hundreds of thousands lining in the streets. It's right. Pretty raucous time down there. Yeah. And uh, I I would like to go down there. It's kind of one of those things, like a bucket list thing. Like you kind of just want to mark off. You know what I mean? I went. I went like, one time. It's definitely worth it. I probably. I don't know. I don't like big crowds that yeah, I have to fight uh, yeah. with a lot. But right. I would say I go. I don't know. Five more times, especially in my something like maybe. that, because people get rowdy and they've been drinking all damn day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of the unfortunate thing this year um, with opening day in the Reds. I believe the parade is not the same day as their first game. Is that correct? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, know, first I know I'm year, not going, so I haven't right. really looked into it. It's the first year where they're not combined, and, I mean, the Reds haven't technically been the first game like they used to be yeah. back in the day. That's that's since changed, bullshit. which is bullshit. But, um, you know, a fun event nonetheless. Yeah. Have you been down there before? I personally have not. Okay. No, we had planned on going this year, but once I found out that the parade – and the game yeah, silly. was different. I kind of lost the interest. Right. I, I, don't right. Know. I didn't want to. I got you. If my and boy's into it, I'll take him in a couple of years. Right. You know, when he's a little bit older. Yeah. Well, I'll, yeah. I got some stories on that too. That'll that's big for me right now. I think more than any, probably more than any sport, you can always sense when it's baseball season. Like there's there's just that that spring feeling is in the air. You know, you just you just know that it's coming. And there's like whether it's a professional game, little league game, high school game, like that feeling of like going to a game and just sitting there and watching the teams play and, uh, you know, getting the friggin' ballpark dog and, right. you know. Uh, the nachos helmet. Yeah, yeah man. All that the shit. The mini helmets with the, uh, the the UDF ice cream in it. <sighs> the mini wooden bats. I, I, I miss those memories. But yeah. it's kind of kind of back to what you said, you know, uh, Colton, my right. you know, my son, <laughs> just played last year, and man, that like gave me like this re, like juvenated feeling. Like I, you know, I got to help coach too, which was really fun, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping to do it again. But uh, that that kind of gave me that feeling, like going to the ballpark. And I've said it for years that I can easily go to a game and watch more so than sit and watch it on TV. Yeah, it's just I don't know what it is. It's just more exciting. I would say. I don't even know. What, you want to throw out a percentage? Maybe eighty percent of the people who are baseball fans would prefer to go to a game than watch it on TV. I would say, I would say probably higher than that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, at least eighty. I mean, it's kind of how you were explaining. You know, you get the hot dog, whatever. It's just you're you're in the game. It feels right. like it, you're it like just, it's just a it's a cool feeling that you really don't have that with any other sport. At least I don't. Anyways, like when I even though I have not been much into baseball. In the last few years, I can it's I can still tell when it's getting here. It's got the special hype behind it that people just get into. And it's an incredible, incredible nostalgic feeling for people like us who grew up with it so near and dear and uh, often, I guess. But yeah, it's um, it smells different right, during baseball right. season. Right. It, it it's sixty degrees outside when you, or I mean, maybe I don't know, forty five, fifty degrees when you wake up, and then mm-hmm. and then like maxes out at sixty, sixty five right. until the summer hits and. Yeah, and then you go to the ballpark, and the ballpark has a different smell than it did when you left your house. Right, right. And then you go to the Cubs stadium, and it smells like piss. 
and it has a different your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> They've renovated. Willie's a Cubs fan for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah, die hard. I've been there one time, and I could not believe how much like piss it smelled. <laughs> I mean, people need a place to go there. Hey, uh, did you, did you uh, sit in the bleachers? Because people probably just right. still piss in the bleachers. Uh, third baseline, maybe right on, right on the bag. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'd like to go seat, down man. there. You sat on the bag. Yeah, wow. yep. I was right there. I made a couple of calls. <laughs> it was it was Cubbies versus Cardinals, so I was Ooh. not rooting for either team. Yeah, you're well. You're, you're voting earthquake. You're yep. yeah, or, yeah, mm-hmm. earthquake or an explosion. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, hey, easy with that explosion <laughs> stuff, guy. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well, there we are, flagged. <laughs> um, yeah, let, let's talk about us growing up playing baseball. You know, uh, like I said, it was the it was the the one sport that I the only sport that I played. I played a few seasons of basketball. I played one season of soccer, a couple of football, but baseball was kind of the thing that I just loved doing the most. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, certain players, and we'll get to it when we do our top five later on. But like, I went, I played all over. I I wanted to play first. I wanted to play third. I was okay with outfield. You know, everybody hated outfield. You know, when yeah. your coach told you, "Oh, left field." Oh man. <laughs> That Get kind to of stand feeling. out here all day and do nothing. <laughs> right. And then it became a pitcher, and that was just kind of the thing that I just I loved doing. That was that was great. And, like, two of my favorite memories, we'll get to everybody's here, is uh, one, uh, man, I can't remember who we were playing. It was it was at the Shiloh Fields, so I was playing with the uh, – Chuck Fryer was the coach. Yep. And this – you know, like, in, in any sport, really – when you're playing the teams and they just have this one kid on their team that there's no way that he's the same age. Like, he's at <laughs> least five years older than you. But he's just probably literally – he looks stupid, though, so he's probably in your grade. Right. He failed. No, I'm just kidding. But this kid, man, he was – I'm, I'm blanking on the age, but he was at least 250 pounds and touching six feet. I mean, had to be. And, you know, you kind of get that sinking feeling like, oh, God, he's going to smack the ball mm-hmm. my way. Right. Don't hit it to me. Don't hit it to me. Don't hit it to me. And he did. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, just, I mean, he lined this thing. And, man, it was going over my head. And I just did the, the first thing I did was just threw my glove up. <laughs> Ole. And it sna- I snatched it. <laughs> I, I snagged it. And he, he looked at me. He was like, you know, and it wasn't necessarily like a, 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 you know, he wasn't like pissed or anything. But, it, you know, it was. He, I think he laughed about it actually, but just the fact that I just, I mean, that ball was flying. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you just got that feeling like, oh my god, like your <laughs> nerves are just going like crazy. So I, I snagged it. I don't know how I did, but I did. And uh, then the other one would be when I got recruited for a traveling team, and I don't think the team we were playing was Scrubs because most traveling teams, you know, you kind of, you know, quote unquote, get recruited to go play for them. Yeah. And uh, and that was a. <laughs> That was a tough thing to tell the Friars that I was not going to be right. playing with them anymore because it was the John Thomas who recruited me for his <laughs> team. And uh, and man, I you know I, I guess I just had I was on the ball. I struck out. I, it was fourteen or fifteen that game, and I just those two memories. I it's a little faded in my mind right now. I can't remember everything, but uh, those two things like really stuck with me. I was like, yeah, I, you know, just the fact that doing that at that age. I mean, it's not going to reach national papers or anything like that but did you 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's time. what I'm saying. It was yeah. those are the two things that really stuck out to me because I was never like the big hitter, even though I was bigger for my age. Uh-huh. I just I didn't have a. I was gonna say a big bat, but I really didn't. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I was. I mean, I could hit it into the outfield if I needed to, but I was never a home run type person. Yeah, but you know, so that was those are my couple of my favorite memories. What about uh, what about you? Um, man, so many, so many that I could recall. Uh, when we were sophomores, we went to the, uh, I guess the final eight, we went to the, what's that, the uh, regional finals <clears throat> for the state championship. That was pretty cool. We went up to um, UD, went up to UD and played against New Richmond. And uh, fuzzy on fuzzy on the semantics, but we played a dude who ended up pitching for like double or triple A cubbies, and he was yeah. just a buzzsaw, man. Threw like a 90, 92 mile an hour slider. Those, man. Even just in high school, facing those guys that just cut them. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, if I remember right, we scored one run, and they scored two, and they scored two off that pitcher hit a home run. Yeah. Like a two-run dinner yeah. out the center field. So that, that was a lot of fun. Um, that that would be that would be a cool memory. And I don't know, man. So many. I'd have to think about it for a little while. Do you got any off the top of your head that you can think of? Uh, yeah. Um, gosh, back in like, like little league, um, see with my age group, I was forced really early to kind of play up. Right. So I was playing with guys that are two, two, almost three years older than me because yeah. my birthday cut off or something and which really helped in the long run, but the time was utterly pretty scary. I'm the shortest kid, obviously on the team right? and these guys are a little bit better and whatnot, but, uh, we, Let's see, we played, I played for the Bronze Legal Eels. Mark Bronze, mm-hmm. father's uh, Mike, he is his team, and then uh, Dan King and Justin King. I don't know if you guys remember Justin yeah. and yep. R.I.P. Yep. Um, we, we had a great team that year. Um, we won, like, the Butler County Championship game, and that was, like, you know, one of the coolest memories ever in my baseball career. Um, had a lot of good guys on that team, too. I mean... I could probably name the whole team, but mm-hmm. um, and then you know high school ball was obviously super fun. That was my we won only, a lot. We we won a lot. We won a lot. Yeah, it's kind of my only competitive sport that I played. Um, that's uh, just one memory off the top of my head. I think we were at Fenwick. Um, this may have been my junior year, and I think Nathan Hangbers led off with a single, and I was hitting in the two hole instead of lead off. And I smacked the ball off the wall for a triple. Mm. So it was like two batters in. Yeah. You know, we're up one nothing. Nobody out. Nobody yeah, out third. Yeah. It was just like <laughs> those stranglehold. Stranglehold. Yeah. Like it was just a fun, fun game. And then we had another game where we played that kid that pitched for Ross, who was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, names names lost me at this point, but he was being recruited, and there's a couple scouts in the stands, and we. Shelled, shelled the shit out of him. Ass. It was like <laughs> seven runs in the first inning. That that was awesome. I yeah. I think hands down that was one of the best. I would say so. It gives me cold chills. I would. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's that's like Edgewood's biggest rival. The, the school we went and played for. That Ross <clears throat> didn't matter how good or bad. It, it didn't matter what sport it was. It was it was a, a rivalry where you threw out the records and uh, you just went and you went and 
played some Smash yeah. Mouth football, baseball, basketball. It didn't yeah. matter. It was, there was always a huge rivalry. Yeah. So there was no, hatred too. It was like a respect. Yeah, oh, it was man. a respectable hatred though. Like I didn't hate respect it. I, I, I didn't respect him for anything. <laughs> but we never really got into like. We never got into like a brawls or anything. No, we we would we would have if our coaches would have let us because those classless bastards over there. Right. I'm just kidding. I have a, just I have a pretty good memory <laughs> playing football against Ross real quick, not to change the t- uh, subject, but just speaking of Ross, this yeah. is one thing that sticks out in my head. Uh, third or fourth grade, I can't remember what it was, but I, you know, they, when they had the blue and white teams, you know, when they separate them, yeah, blue, yeah. blues on the field, you know, white and white was kind of the secondary. Second string. Right? Yeah. And they fumbled the ball. I I just happened to pop right on top of it, and it sealed the game for us, and that was just like a memory that stuck out with me. Um, Excellent. I'll tell you one funny memory. Did you ever, th- by the way, did you ever think of any of the, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> playing, man, I'd say it's probably seventh or eighth grade. I was playing against that John Thomas team that you were talking about. I don't mm-hmm. think you were playing, but, um, so, you know, a lot of the guys that we went to school with, some guys that we played football with, and we were friends with, but Seven Mile and Trenton had a big rivalry, right. even, you know, right next door to each other, and it was like, oh, you play for Trenton, no, you play for Seven Mile, and I, I was catching, I was catching, and there was like, um, I think it was uh, Nate Hangbers was on second base, and Nate Thomas was at the plate, and it was like a dire situation for both teams, you know, right there at the the end of the game, something like that. Yeah. If Nate, if Hangvers had scored from second, then they would have tied it up or something like that. And JT had given Nate Thomas the signal for um, a bunt. And I didn't know JT signals or anything, but I had a feeling that Nate Thomas was going to lay down a bunt. For whatever reason, I, you know, kind of rose up a little bit. Nate laid one down but it was kind of like a pop-up not really a pop-up didn't really go over our head or anything but it kind of just went Stopped. i don't know two or three feet ahead of us and kind of up and out and i ended up laying out for it well nate hangers had taken off for third base and i gunned him down a second to seal the game up and it was uh that was a pretty cool one because you know another rivalry there that you right been, oh yeah we beat those seven mile fucks I have a f- <laughs> see it, and it's the exact same feeling towards Trenton <laughs> not hole. It was you know Shiloh not hole, and then Trenton not hole. I know, but what was amazing other. is we would go to the school the next day, and it was like right. me, me and you were like pretty damn near best pretty friends. Much. It's just like the location of where we <laughs> lived. We were like. There's this imaginary line where if you lived over it, you're on oh, one, yeah. one there, side or the other. There were a couple of times where I'd meet somebody at school and be like, hey, where do you live, Day Springs? They're like, no, Fear Not Mills. And I was like, fuck you. I can't be friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's where Willie lived. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I got a funny one. I don't, Will, I don't remember if we were playing on the same team at this point or not. Uh, <laughs> I had this thing that I would do when I would get on third base and I would try to be like a hero, and I would try to steal home. (laughs) (laughs) And you you can imagine me at my size. I'm not the greatest runner or the fastest. Not the fleetest of foot. Yeah. But I was never – I I think I did it maybe three or four times before Chuck finally told me, you need to fucking quit or you're not going to be on this team. Uh, But I, I never was tagged out. I remember one time I did it, and he was like, I didn't send you home. Why did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. I catch him off guard, I guess. Because <laughs> uh, the catcher, he would, he would, wouldn't even realize it, and then he would just toss it back yeah. to the pitcher. Right. By the time the pitcher got it, boom. sneak attack, Trojan horse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't say one thing though, Chanley. Like with with you, how you said you kind of developed into a pitcher. I must say 
the games that you pitched, I always I thoroughly enjoyed playing defense. Mm-hmm. You, you always kept the ball low. My favorite game is the catch, man. You <laughs> you pounded the strike zone. Hey, well, hey, I appreciate whoa, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you're right. Um, like, I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was always, like, I don't know, you could just go out there and wheel For and deal any. and, like, you would get into, like, your little, you know, game mode or whatever. And, yeah. Um, well, he had the nastiest slider uh, dude, around. It was so nasty. Like, I don't know, fucking 18 inches or something. Yeah. But as soon as the other team would see that, they didn't know if a fastball right. or a slider was coming, and you can't, you can't. Yeah. I, I, in I high school. That, that was kind of a, I don't know if that had a natural curve on it. I think it was just kind of a floater. Well, it just, <laughs> it but just, it, worked, it, it had no choice it was but like to a, come down eventually. It was, it was, it was, like a, boom, it was a boomerang. <laughs> it was a sweeping curve. Yeah, yeah, it was like a sweeping curve. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, I, I thoroughly enjoyed catching. Anytime you were out there on the mound, yeah, man. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. pitching yep. and catching, you guys are getting the gist. Yeah, sexual the or the gist, sexual innuendos, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's what these are. Yeah, um, yeah, man, yeah. For any single ladies out there, I'm good at hitting the strike zone. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> he has at least one to prove it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if single ladies listen to this. Podcast, I'm though. not. I'm not very good at it, which is why I had to be the catcher for uh, the majority of my career. That's which, what he said. Yeah, yeah. Which funny story about that on how I became a catcher anyway is uh, circus 1998. <laughs> my old man, you know, I'm playing Trenton not home. My old man's like, "Hey, uh, coach, coach Mark wants you to try catcher." And I was, you know, I was a little bit bigger, and I was like, "No." That's where they stick the fat, unathletic kids. I'm not fat and unathletic. <laughs> and, you know, he gave me that look like, well. So I was like. But, not, you, but you kind of are. Yeah. I was like, not happening, man. Not happening. Well, instead of, you know, showing me things like um, the Bad News Bears or uh, the Sandlot, because those two were fat, unathletic catchers. Yeah. He, you know, sat me down and we were watching Major League Baseball. And it was, you know, guys guys who were behind the plate that were badasses and i was like oh he's not fat and unathletic i don't know why but off the top of my head i can think of benito santiago he used to play <laughs> for the giants yeah and he was like a reds killer it seemed like yeah, every time yeah. the giants came to cincinnati he was doing something hey, remarkable you know what though I, i've always looked at the catchers as the toughest guys on the team well it, it, i was nine ten years old i didn't think that you know and it's what he tried to explain to me was like dude you're going to be taking and yeah well yeah for that reason just because you know someone's going to Try to plow you over. You got that, and you got all the the ground the uh, the wild pitches that end up in the ground. Make oh, sure hey, you're, you're wearing a cut. foul hey. balls off your shins and your thighs. You're the only player facing forward. Yeah, right. That's the, I mean, you're literally you're the captain of the field. Yep. So he worked on that. He worked on that, and I was I eventually I was like, all right, dude, I'll try it. And I got back there, and I was catching Eli Paulson. And, and hmm. back then, he was like heads and shoulders above anybody else that we were playing yeah. against. And uh, I don't know, man. I had the funnest fucking time of my life playing baseball right then and there so i was like i don't want to play anything else (laughs) i was i i wasn't happy pitching if you weren't catching yeah 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 and i do remember that that we actually went to the coaching staff you Uh, if you're gonna start me ty better be my catcher yeah you you told me that and we went to the coaching staff and i didn't i didn't necessarily want to tell the coaching staff that but yeah i remember you telling them that and uh well they ended up being uh delker uh, a couple other guys, Matt Prater, they they went to the coaching staff too, and I yeah. ended up catching every single game. Yeah. Prater, Prater was another guy that I I didn't mind playing defense. He he seemed to uh, he he'd have like that one meltdown inning though, <laughs> but like overall, I thought he was a, he was a pretty underrated yeah. pitcher. Knuckle he he had a knuckle curve yeah. that bit like bam. It wasn't like 
six eight inches or anything like that but it got right. it seemed like it got to the strike zone in two That's inches immediately said. yeah yep. <laughs> wasn't six or eight inches and it wasn't six joe, or eight you got we have to throw in joe fire's name i mean the the lefty oh, man wait wait hey, shout, shout, out. shout out yeah joe fryer for sure he's another guy that every time he pitched i swear to god it was just like i guess it was you know young high school kids not being able to hit a left-hander and he had a nasty yeah. curve oh I, I hated left-handers yeah, right. i hated them everyone right uh, and I, I do recall, I believe, I, I don't know who he was playing, but Coach Caudill, um, I think, gave Joe Fryer a steak dinner because he had a one, two, one, three, two three inning yeah. on three, three pitches. pitches. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was, I, I mean, that. hell, that's the only person I ever remember doing that in my whole career. Yeah, I didn't get to play with, <laughs> I didn't get to play baseball with uh, Joe as much as I would have liked to, as much as I would have enjoyed because. He was a valuable baseball player from the get go. Yeah. And he would get like stuck on varsity just because he was a lefty and they needed, you know, a right. backup or a third first baseman. Yep. So he didn't get to hone in on his skill as much as he probably could uh-huh. have or should have and uh he I'm not gonna say wasted away, but I didn't get to I didn't get to catch Joe as often as right. or as much as I would have liked. Well, you, I think you played up though. I know your sophomore year that you was talking about earlier. I did. I played. I played up, and then you got called some, up for sure. Some unfortunate injuries and things like that, and stupid decisions I made. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> uh, Another time. Yeah, <laughs> <Not> enough time. <laughs> so I I got like a funny story. I don't know if you guys have any. Not like, and this doesn't actually involve maybe actually playing the game like maybe a home story or something like that i had this funny one well you might remember this uh at my grandma's <laughs> like me my cousins and actually my grandma would participate as well we would play poker and we would bet baseball cards what oh that's awesome yeah. i don't recall that and i would always try to steer away from baseball cards yeah wow. well but i would stay away from my uh, that's embarrassing. I would stay away from my. Uh, yeah, somebody trying to call while we're doing this here. <laughs> I thought your sound was off. I cannot believe that happened. I'm looking at the setting right now that says it's off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, I, but I would stay away from my from my big time cards. Like I had like a couple uh, like rookie Mark McGuire cards. Uh, I, I yeah. would try to steer away from those, and and. Maybe not necessarily famous players, but guys that I knew that I watched, like uh, Fred Griffin. I don't know if you guys remember him. Oh yeah. Like I would, I would never bet him. You know, and I, I man, I wish Griffin. I, I Griffin. wish I could remember all the cards that I had. McGriff. I could probably get some, Fred Griff. Yeah, McGriff. McGriff. Yep. Uh, I could probably get some money out of some of those if I had them still. I have all of my cards down yeah. here still, and. I'm sure there's some good ones in there. Do you guys have any like funny stories like that? Like, did, you know, it's not necessarily baseball related, but man, that, that was just the coolest thing ever. I had like those old like crown like boxes that we used to have for school that looked like the fucking giant Legos, <laughs> yeah, full of baseball cards, and I'd be like, mm, yeah, uh, a bit five, <laughs> and yeah. you know, my, you know, my cousin or grandma would be like, mm, I'll raise you three. <laughs> yeah, funny. I do. I do have a kind of a funny thing like that. Uh, two of them, I guess. Uh, my old man collected baseball cards. You know, he he graduated Hamilton High, uh, 83, 84, and that was when baseball cards were in their heyday. That was mm-hmm. big time when baseball cards were worth a lot of money. And I'm telling you, 
I've got about 12,000 at, at his house that are just in boxes. I mean, wow. I, yeah, 50, 50, 75 of the same card just because he would go out and buy a pack and it'd be a duplicate and he didn't want to, he didn't want any money out of them. He didn't trade them or anything. He just collected them. By the and, way, he lives at, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> there is, uh, there is some good shit in there. I will tell you that 12, 15 years ago, some of the cards were worth a lot more than they are now. I've got a couple of Barry Bonds rookie cards stashed away. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, there used to be this little card shop right in front of Walpert's there yep. on the on Main Street. Yeah. Um, and God, you know, I mean, I lived at Walpert's. It was my second home, mm-hmm. so I would always take whatever my allowance was for the week <laughs> or whatever, and I'd go over to talk to this guy, and he always had great cards. At least they were great for when I was, you know, buying them when I eight to yeah fourteen, whatever I was doing, and I still have all of mine. I mean, yeah. You know, never know. I, I think they can only go up in value eventually. I would think so. I don't have. I, I wish. It, probably mostly. Well, what you were saying is <coughs> would have been a lot more valuable right. back then. The Barry Bond. I mean, if you had the Pittsburgh Pirates one, that maybe would be more valuable That's, than I had. I had a rookie card. That man, was skinny Barry. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Unreal how different he looked. I probably, that was crazy. My, my dad probably had about. My dad probably had about. Uh, I don't know, 500, maybe a little bit more than that, of Mark Lewis. I know you guys know this, but he went to high school with Mark Lewis. Played for the Reds, the Indians, a couple other teams throughout his career. Phillies. Yeah. Married my cousin. (laughs) Got divorced. (laughs) Right, right. That's Um, neither here nor there, though. But Marky, I I, I don't know, my dad probably told me that before I was 8 or 10, but, you know, it didn't really mean a whole lot to me. Like, oh, okay, cool, Dad, whatever. But then I... Where were we? We were on, like, the west side of Hamilton, probably at that superwash or whatever it is, the wash and vac. Uh, we, um, we saw him, and my dad was like, hey, that's Mark. I was like, okay, Mark who? And he was <laughs> like, it's Marky, man. That's Mark Lewis. I was like, oh, oh yeah, Mark. So my dad hollered at him. He said, Marky. And Marky came over to the car, and my dad talked to him, and Mark hooked us up with tickets right behind first base dugout. Wow. Uh, yeah. And... Um, Let's see, was, I vaguely remember this part of it. We went to the game, and after the game was over, Mark came up and gave my dad a couple of baseball bats, a couple of baseballs, and That's cool. signed them all, you know, and I've still got signed those. Too. Yeah, yeah Tanner, Tanner's got the bat. Um, I think I've got a baseball. Tanner's got a baseball. And then all the cards are still somewhere. I'm not going to tell you guys where they are, but. Uh, well, you know, I'll speaking of Mark, I mean, you know, this guy did play. 10 years in the bigs and i think he was a career like 280 hitter he was good he he was a good he was overall a good baseball player serviceable baseball you know he wasn't great in the clubhouse right right that's what kind of i mean he was on i think six teams yeah something like that yeah you know he played second um second maybe a little bit short early i don't know but i think he was primarily second baseman all right uh yeah so a lot of, I mean, <coughs> fun memories. No. I mean, go on for days. Yeah, yes. I'm sure there's a lot more if I if I was able to sit and think about them. Um, but uh, next thing we're going to get into here, because uh, just because I mean, back in the day, I don't even know back then that I really had any favorite teams that I liked. I, you know, followed the Cardinals because of the big home run race with Mark McGuire, the Big Mac. Uh, and you know, honestly, I was on the Red Sox 
bandwagon for a little bit there, especially in like the what was it like the two thousands? They broke the curse. That I mean, you know, well, they had it going on. David man, Ortiz, yeah. Johnny man, Damon, man Pedro Mar- Martinez, yeah, Manny Ramirez, Ma- oh, Manny Ramirez. Uh, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking. Uh, kind of a Spanish guy. Um, that's yeah. I don't know eighty percent of the 80. league. No <laughs> Red Sox. Come on, I mean it's not that hard to figure remember, out. Do you remember what said Pedro Martinez? Shortstop. Oh, no more Garcia. No more Garcia. <laughs> it was right there. I was I thinking. Know, let, like, me, let me get my batting gloves yeah. adjusted, dude. This I mean, might take fifteen he minutes. He was awesome, though. Jason Veritek. I love. He was awesome Doug. until he became a Cub, then he sucked ass. Yeah, he did. Fuck that guy. Jason Veritek, Doug Doug Mir- Mirabelli, Mir- Mirinelli. Uh-huh. Doug Mirabelli, I think it was Mirabelli. But they had it going on, man. I, I yeah. loved watching them. Johnny um, Damon. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mentioned. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, me, me apologies. So, your guys' favorite teams tying up Reds, obviously. Yeah, it's it's not really been any different than the Reds. Um, I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later too. Uh, who didn't love the Braves of the nineties? Right. Know? Exactly. I, With all that. Okay. That that's another one I forgot about too. Yeah, I had I had Reds hats growing up and everything, but. Um, which, yeah, which, which kind of actually is shocking to me because you are a Yankees fan, but well, Yankees yeah. players now, now, now. Okay. Oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that deep later. And then Willie, uh, anybody that knows you, you're oh, hardcore yeah, Cubbies, die, diehard Cubs fan. But you know, I, 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 you finally, I tell everybody finally had your moment in the sun. <laughs> I, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, 2016 was a fantastic time in my life, and <laughs> I, I, I still to this day can't really believe it. But right. Uh, At least you can say you saw it happen. Uh, yeah, right. I think that was the first thing I told you when yeah. I texted when I texted you about that. One hundred eight years of people who didn't get to see it. I, I, you know, I can only say I'm sorry. I guess I don't know. I'm Would sad you? that I can't fuck with you about it anymore. <laughs> right, it pisses me off. But no, the go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like I became a Cubs fan pretty much in '98. I believe is when '97 or '98 was when Kerry Wood. Had the game against the Astros where he struck out twenty. I was watching the game, yeah. and I was like, "Oh man, that guy's pretty cool," or whatever. And then my buddy Tommy Weber, who local Hamilton guy, um, he was also watching the game. Or we actually, made, I think it was an afternoon game, so we probably weren't watching it together. But we each saw it, and we're like, "Oh, let's you know check this out." So then that was kind of the first team I really started to pick up and follow and look at rosters and stats and players. I was ten, so you know, like right there. And then obviously the Reds. Because their hometown yeah. went down to the games a lot, um, you know. Back then, I didn't understand the whole division thing. You know, they're <laughs> in the same division. How can you have two favorite teams in the same division when they should be rivalries? Right. I just kind of told everyone that hey, I like I like both teams, and I will root for whoever is further ahead in the standings. That's how I've kind of always done it. Give me, I'd say, of either probably t- give me two piece of your of like. The most fond memory you can remember of, like, maybe more specific, maybe the two biggest moments you can think of watching. <clears throat> biggest, like, uh, most impactful, or like my favorite, like, well, whatever, however you take it. Okay, if, if it's your favorite, or yeah, I got two. Okay, I would um, probably say your favorite stuff oh, that, like, you okay. just like when you when you when you saw it, you were like, oh my god, that was, just, and it still sticks in your head. Okay. Um... There was a, a game one time where we were down, we, the Reds, were down, uh, and I was on the team. I don't know if you guys knew that. We, I was on the team. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was right. down, down there at the game. The Red Legs were down, and uh, I don't know, a lot, and most of the people had cleared out, and we hung around. I was with uh, another buddy and um, a couple other uh, people, 
and we decided to hang around, and they made a ferocious comeback, and Brandon Phillips hit a walk-off grand salami, yeah. and it was unbelievable. Um, that and um, that one, the Jay Bruce walk-off. <laughs> that's that's also one of my. Did I steal yeah, one? Yeah, no, go steal ahead. One? Yeah, no, that's fine. That was definitely one of my two. The Jay Bruce walk-off uh, down there to... to Get into the the playoffs that one year to win in the 2013. Division. Yeah, no, we're still in school, so 2011 or 12. Yeah, whatever it was. Whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. W- Willie and I just on a whim. You know, we we were sitting at the seven two seven. Let's tell it together. Yeah. Just it, it was a, like a Wednesday afternoon, and they had a chance to clinch that night. And I I had my AT classes until like God, like f- at least four or five. And I was like, dude, let's fuck it, let's go. I had been drinking. Yeah, you've been drinking. <laughs> I got home. I think we we pounded a bottle of Jack on the way down, and then um, we just said, "Fuck it, let's go." Yep, got down to the stadium. I don't know what seven eight bucks for a ticket. Yeah, if even that, up in the nosebleeds. Yeah, we were sitting on the third base side, like upper upper deck. Yep, one of the first like few five rows yeah. or something. Second like that. or third, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And well, they they go into extras, and Red Legs hold them off in the top of the 10th. Mm-hmm. Bottom of the 10th, Bruce is warming up, taking some practice cuts, and Willie elbows me. I'm nervous wreck, you know, and Willie elbows me and says, Home hey, run, first pitch. Yeah, Bruce, walk off, first pitch. I was like, fuck yeah, off. I hope so. <laughs> That'd be cool. Bam! <laughs> Bam. Like, literally just crush this ball straight dead center. Who were they playing? Division, I think. Uh, Brewers, yeah, that's Brewers. Brewers, but it could be could be in the Phillies. I don't know. That's, why. that's funny. I, I really don't remember. <laughs> I don't know why that's that's sticking out. But the post, I was thinking Brewers, but the post, I, I think it is the Brewers. But it could have been the Phillies. Wait, I for think some you normally reason. end with a divisional game. I think we were, there were like seven games left, though. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. Thought, You're right. Yeah, I thought so. I we didn't clinch the last game of the season. You're um, right. But the post game celebration. <laughs> Was the most fun because we were tanked. Fucking Corky Miller, my man Corky, pops out of the dugout <laughs> with two <laughs> tall boy Budweisers, <laughs> downing them like nice. Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Every, corner. Holds them. Everybody <laughs> has like a s- expensive bottle of champagne that you know the team had paid for or whatever, and and then here comes old Corky with his with his mustache that. Look like Raleigh fingers, except down to the side instead of out. <laughs> yeah, and he, he just comes he out. He needed one beer for each side of the mustache. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, Barry Bonds, I saw him hit his 751st home run at Great American. Uh, love him or love him or dislike him, love him or hate him. You know, it, it, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Hit 751. It was probably about 30 feet away from me, but right underneath one of the smokestacks. It was fucking awesome. I'll so tack the, on them. So the Jay Bruce thing would be one of yours? <clears throat> Definitely the Jay Bruce moment was, to this day, fantastic. Uh, my other moment would be when Mom and Dad took me to a Cubs game in 98. Um, on my birthday, June 25th, Sammy Sosa hit two home runs against the Phillies. Um, that We'll get to Sosa later, but um, seeing him live hit two Bombs of a home runs. It was just awesome. Right. Um, actually, funny. We were, they were, they were playing the Phillies. I say we like I'm part of the Cubs too. Yeah, you were on the um, team, right? <laughs> um, Mark Lewis was the Phillies second baseman in that game. Ah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Little, little fun fact. Little FF. So yeah, the, definitely those two memories. Yeah. Um, I think mine probably. I mean, I, I you know I don't remember too much game wise. I didn't go to many baseball games when I was a, when I was a kid, but. Uh, 
I think the Red Sox breaking the curse finally. That was huge. Like it's just, I mean, historic. Yeah. I mean, and then obviously, you know, <clears throat> talked about him already. Thanks, Theo. Mark <laughs> Mark McGuire, you know, hitting the seventy. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was huge. I I really liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna get to the kind of the issues going on with MLB, at least most people would probably consider them issues. Uh, the first one would probably be the salary cap and like how it just someone brought this to attention. I think there was a comment on Facebook, but uh, it just seems like, you know, and maybe this, I guess this goes for any sport really, but the, like it almost just seems like the salary cap is just a little too outrageous for baseball. Not You know, it, it almost seems like just the teams can buy their players a lot more than others can and and get their money's worth, really. Yeah. I think more so than any other sport, you get your money's worth with the player that you pay for. Yeah. I I uh, I don't know why. I can't really explain it. I don't have as big of an issue as a lot of people do with the money aspect. Uh, because I don't think... The, the days, in my opinion, the days of buying your championships, I think those days are gone. We also must remember that there, there is no salary cap in Correct, baseball. Yeah, that, that, that's, I think, the issue. Because these teams, the quote-unquote luxury tax comes into play when you go over, I, I don't even know, it's three, 200, 300 million yeah, or whatever, whatever it is. 275. Then like, teams get pegged for it. So you, that's like their penalty for going over. But that's why you know people can say the Yankees bought all their World Series is because they had you know their high money the market team, the Steinbrenners. They, yeah. they paid for their players. And it hurts teams like, I mean, the Reds generally are a small market team. Um, Phillies, you know, a lot of these guys over the years just can't compete with, you know, owners that are willing right. to right. I I toss guess their money. I guess as easily as I can think about it off the top of my head, without I haven't really thought about it too much detail here lately, but right off the top of my head, I, I would think the best I can explain it is that the owner is as much a part of the team as the players are. Right. Yeah, and I don't fair. think it's necessarily the owners or the organization's fault if the Steinbrenners have more money than Mark right. Schott. They're so doing like, what they can Yeah, because exactly. Because they it. can. It's right. like it, it, or it's not it's not the Dodgers' fault that Clayton Kershaw is a better starting pitcher than Bronson Arroyo. Yeah. I feel like those two are on the same kind of uh, uh, spectrum as each other. You know, it's not it's not the it's it's not the Dodgers' fault that they have seventeen people who own their organization who have more money than everybody else. <laughs> right. In, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. That's that's kind of I don't have as much of an issue with it. I think what you're seeing here more recently though is the um, the length of contract that these guys are giving to players, and then the money that comes with it. I think the the classic one is John Carlos Stanton. Yeah. With the with the Miami Marlins, I mean, what he signed, thir- like thirteen year, three hundred and something million. Yeah. I mean, then look at this free agency this year. I no one wish signing. I would have stuck with baseball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one is signing this year because I think they're all terrified of locking these guys down long term. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's a lot. It's a lot of that, and it's also a lot of teams are doing. They're trying to. Um, uh, implement the Houston Astros what, strategy, I yeah, guess. Yeah, oh, definitely. You know, like kind of tanking, build within and tanking tank to get, and, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I don't have as big of a problem with it as some people do. It's uh, it's maybe not as big of a deal as it used to be anymore. Yeah. But I, I think overall, if you if they did put a cap on baseball, it would it would even out the the players. But as you know, as Ty just said, it, Kershaw and Arroyo, it's not. I, I don't know. They're still both pitchers right, who made so, it to the majors. I mean, Who's to say this guy gets more money than this guy? Right. I, 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 I don't know. Uh, okay. Next one on the list here is, and I guess I'll toss it out as a question to you guys. Do you think steroids has played a negative effect in the game anymore? Well, Or how people approach the, uh, the players, I guess? Yes. The way you worded it, I would agree that it has a negative impact on the game. And if I offend you with this, I do apologize, and I don't intend to, but it's uneducated people who get upset about steroids. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that... Uh, I mean, let, let's, let's face it, they're in every sport, no matter what. That's what I was getting ready it's just, to say. It's just who gets caught. It is. It is it, pe- people want to talk about uh, issues like steroids or gambling or whatever. What we need to remember is that Every organization, sports or non-sports, non-profit or profitable, is greedy, for the most part. <laughs> and there has been corruption from day one. We have right. documentation on corruption as early as 1915, 16, 17, or whatever oh, with God, the, the, the Black Sox. Sox. Yeah, the Black Sox. Yeah, right. the Chicago <laughs> Black Sox. Really through the World Series. Yeah, so like, right. you know. Hey, African-American. Oh, African-American sucks, sorry. So, you know, you want uh, people, people want to say like, oh, steroids, wo- steroids ruined the game in the 90s because the integrity of the game has been compromised. The integrity of the game, all games, has been compromised from day one. The soccer organization, FIFA or whatever, this past year, the president... <laughs> yeah, the, they you know, just took a big shit. Yeah, <laughs> but that's been since day one. It's right. all about, it's always been all about money, and the integrity of the game has been compromised forever. So, uh, overall, I, overall, you know, I totally agree. I think it kind of came to a head, though, it, in, you know, in the 90s. In early two thousands, with the home run rate, well, I guess nineties yeah. mainly. Yeah, you know what's well, odd is the, the home run but saved baseball. The home run race <laughs> ruined baseball and saved yes, baseball at the same all time. In the same according set. according yep. to all most people, yep. that's when baseball died. Was when the integrity of the game was compromised. But then that's when people were tuning into the games to the see most Sosa McGuire because at the end of the day, no one gives a flying fuck. About right. the steroids, when you're watching the game, you're not like, oh, that's steroided fuck. No, you're like, oh, dude, he just hit a 500-foot home run. Right, exactly. You know, and I'm not necessarily an advocate for steroids. I mean, that's the, it's just it's the excitement. I mean, that's you yeah. You want to see that. I'm not necessarily an advocate for steroids, but I'm going to put these two on the spectrum for you just like I did the owners and the players, okay? If, if <laughs> we'll just use Clayton Kershaw and Bronson Arroyo again. Clayton Kershaw, if he works at his trade without steroids works at his trade and works at his trade and works at his trade five times more often, five times harder than Bronson Arroyo. That is a performance enhancement. Okay? I know it's not an artificial substance or whatever. I, I don't I understand that. I'm not uneducated, okay? But if if somebody I, wants to take let, a let steroid... Let me cut you off right there, just real quick, not to be rude. I think maybe that's where people look at it is that the ones who are taking steroids are not working as hard as like you just said. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you do have to work hard. Yeah. Well, you, well you, yes, yes. You don't take steroids and all of a sudden you're an all-starter. No, that's Barry, not that. Barry Bonds but took steroids and had this ever. He had the sweetest swing in this in the history of the game of baseball. But, sweetest swing. Already was a forty like a forty home run, forty stolen bases kind of guy. You as know. soon as he started taking steroids, but, he never hit forty like you stolen said, bases. People who <laughs> he don't, gained a person. People who don't educate themselves on that. You know what I mean, but it it is somewhat of a booster. You know what I mean. It, it kind of. I'm anti steroids. No question overall, about, but the integrity of the game, like you said, yeah. has been scrapped right. from day one. No question about Ryan. What you're saying, there's no question that that's that's where the that's where we differ. I myself think about it as like if if Barry Bonds wanted to take steroids, if Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, those guys, if they wanted to take steroids and enlarge their heart and shrink their <laughs> testicles, right and just, just to be better, like, I, I, like, who am I to say that they, that they, <laughs> like, I, I don't care. They're, they're going to die twenty years before I'm going to die. Statistically, they're going to die twenty years before I'm going to die because they pumped a, those substances into their body. That, yeah. that's their choice, in my opinion. And I'm, you know, I know I'm in the minority here. It, I think, I mean, you are, but. They do give you an edge, but I think even Bond said it like, you know, I, I was the best at catching the ball with my bat. It, it, it's, I mean, you still have to, it's a hand-eye contact sport. Right, no. uh, yeah. You still have to have the ability. Did maybe him taking steroids make the ball go a little bit further? I mean, yeah, but fucking hit a home run at Yankee Stadium or Fenway Park and you don't even have to be a power hitter. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, the the... If you look at steroids, I think you should look at dimensions too. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's again touchy subjects. I mean, it is right. what it is. But it is what it is. I'm a little um, hot. I'm gonna have to take my sweatshirt off. We got two more here uh, as far as like the issues, quote unquote uh-huh. issues. Uh, the one thing that I don't like is, and I know that's just been added in the last, you know, in the recent time is the instant replay in baseball. I don't, I don't like that at all. I think it takes away. It, I, I, a, I think you're questioning the integrity of the umpires that you're putting out there. I know every sport has it, but I just, in baseball, it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I mean, at that point, especially with baseball, you could just have a camera zoned in on every single base and not have an umpire, and you can have an automatic strike zone. And I just you certainly could. I, you know what I mean? I just I don't like the instant replay in baseball. I, and a, it slows the game now. It's already kind of a slower game as it is. And then you know right. you're pausing for 15 minutes just to see if a guy stepped on the base first. And I just it's kind of silly to me. Yeah, I understand the you know it being lobbied for because other sports have it, and you know like instant replay is just completely, I don't know, taken over in the NFL. Like everything relies on instant replay anymore. Yeah, I I don't really know what the correct answer is in terms of instant replay. Every sport kind of needs to get on the same page with it. Um, but if you guys remember the NFL when they first implemented it for a long, long time. 90 seconds. That was it. Dude went under the hood, and 90 seconds later, the screen went black. If he couldn't make a decision in that 90 seconds based on what he saw, he had to stick with the call on the field. And there has to be something like that. I mean, same thing you said, 15 minutes. I mean, realistically, it's 3 to 5 that, that a game is paused. It happens in football. It happens in baseball. It happens in basketball. And there needs to be, I guess, a black and white guideline of when you can use it or, you know, like... Like in football, there are certain 
times or, or not times, but certain plays or certain results of plays that you cannot challenge or you cannot review. You have to stick with the call in the field. Yet those might be the ones that need to be reviewed well, or vice versa. No, no well, question. Th- that's the thing with me is, you know, I, yes, a play can determine the outcome of a game in a sense. But to me, it should be like, well, you shouldn't be, you know, it's going to sound stupid. Don't let your team get in that compromising situation of where it comes down to play. I don't think it's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I I just, to me with baseball, I just throw in the instant replay. And obviously there's going to be replays because, you know, that's just how it is. But just stopping the game to, you know, see that little millisecond that I, and I don't like, I don't like taking, I don't like taking away the, not, I don't want to say power, but, uh, I, again, just you're kind of taking away the integrity of the guys that you're putting in charge to yeah. call the call the game. Uh, you know, I am for replay. In a nutshell, I think the timing, though, if they if the MLB could implement something like the NFL, does the NFL still do that ninety seconds? They do not. So I, that no, it's okay, literally like literally. I'm sorry call. if you guys are watching a game and you know the rules. How can the a first, fan? How can a fucking fan first take. look at it first time? Oh, yep, yes or no? Yeah. What the fuck are these guys looking at? Do they are they required to look at every angle, every fucking snippet of film? Because yeah. that's that's what's the problem. I think I, 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 I don't like that. Right. Like if if you have a ref or an up or whatever, just go to the booth, look at the camera, and hey, first gut's feeling. I called it this way. Oh wait, I was wrong. He clearly touched the bag before the guy right. tagged him. Then just be done with it. Yeah. Why is it taking so long? Right. I, I would think that a, a good solution would be you go and you watch, let's just say, three different angles, real speed, one time a piece, bam. Bam. You've got to make your decision. Yeah. Is this what I you see. saw? Is this what you're sure exactly. that you saw? Yeah. Boom, cut it out. Because I like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think they, they're like dissecting all these films and can't, like, well, there's a bajillion cameras. Things look <laughs> things look different in slow motion than they do exactly. on replay. Absolutely, they do. They, they do, and which is why I think you need replay yeah. if you want to get the the true call right. Right. Uh, NFL, uh, we can go. That's a whole other topic. I mean, about what is a catch and blah blah blah. I think yeah. that's the worst one. In baseball, it's pretty cut and dry. Honestly, it is. I mean, you're. I don't did, know why did they take the, so long. Yeah, did he hit the bag? <laughs> did he have the ball? That's all you're looking at. <laughs> I you know did I, the chalk fly up yeah or did it not did the ball go over the other line for a home run did I didn't. it change direction or <laughs> did it not I, I just I don't know I just like the natural like feel of a game and the ump saying hey you're out buddy take my call yeah or pack your bags you know what I mean yeah kind of deal anyways uh, and then the last one here what I mentioned uh, at, at the top of the show is this whole uh, proposed ninth inning trailing team. Hmm. Is, uh, and I'm assuming that means if the home team or uh, home uh, team would have last at bats, they have to, or yeah, they would get to put in their lineup. They get to change the batting order and hit whoever they wanted to for the top three. Really, that's what that's what it is. I'm not. I'm not going. Going. Yeah. So basically, basically, okay. So if you're the home team and you're trailing in the ninth, so you have only last the at, home team. I. That was my. Uh, it might be. Well, if the it home might team's be trailing, they automatically get to hit. Well, they get to hit, but that I thought that was the rule, though. That was the alternate. Like maybe the maybe the top of the order can hit too, but they're already ahead. Right. I have no idea. Guess we should have researched this. Well, yeah. it, it, it really doesn't matter though, because if it affects the ninth, and 
So I th- see, that's why I think it's the bottom of the ninth gets to change their batting order if they're down. I mean, the, it would make sense for the top of the ninth. Because that's, you, they, the whole idea was to. they wanted the the top closer to face the top hitters. Mm. Okay. So uh, it makes sense. The, I think MLB's idea is to take, you know, your team's closing pitcher. You have the lead going into the ninth. Well, yeah. See, I guess it could be see, either this, way, though. This, but the reason, the, the way we're talking about it right now, I kind of feel it'd like be both ways because that's it, what I'm thinking too. The, it has to be both. It has ways. to be both ways because yeah. then the home team could also save and not need to hit in exactly. the bottom of the ninth. That's what I'm You're thinking right. too. But it, it's, it seems like to me that this is kind of when. Uh, NASCAR drop Winston, and uh, and then went to the uh, <laughs> went from the points to the God. What even was that shit? I don't know. It was fucking, bull- it was fucking bullshit. <laughs> the way they got it figured out now, though, they got it figured out now. <laughs> so ba- basically, what would happen is in the ninth inning, the team that's up to bat gets to put whatever players they want in on those three spot in the three the the top three. I don't know if you can change your whole order or just the three spots, whatever. In other words, they want the closer to face the best hitters to make the ninth inning more exciting. And thus, Trevor Hoffman's record will stand forever. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that, Actually, Mariano, yeah, Mariano beat yeah, that. I'm an idiot. And that's why I just, I don't get changing I don't like that at all. the game at all. I mean, it, it is what, it, like, just leave it the way it is. Well, If, and you if it's been a certain way for a hundred fucking and years. Then you gotta, and right. then, yeah, and then you got the new guys coming in, they got to get used to that all of a sudden. Well, and are you going to implement that rule in college and, and then well, double well, age? It, it yeah. takes the whole, like, baseball is 27 outs. So, like, you go through your lineup, and based on what happens during the game, depends on who you're hitting. It's okay. We got we can get our lead up guy back on. Yeah, we'll just, <laughs> yeah no, no, fuck all, all right, that exactly. shit. I don't like it. So, all right, we are going to get into our segment that we introduced last week called "Through the Scope." So here we go. All right, so as we explained uh, last week, uh, this Through the Scope uh, segment that we are going to do now is, uh, you know, either, as we explained last week, it could be something we either are listening to with music-wise that we're just kind of just really focused on, or movies, something, whatever it is. This week's, obviously, you know, we wanted to tie in with... uh, (laughs) Ty. Ty. (laughs) (laughs) Wanted to tie in with the whole baseball thing, so Ty, I want to let you take over the segment because this is kind of your thing this week and uh, explain what you are going to be uh, looking at through the scope all right all right all right so uh, basically i did a little bit of research on some second or third generation guys who are playing ball nowish uh some of these guys actually the majority of these guys are in the double a AA or triple a system haven't much cracked the major leagues or anything like that, but I'm a sucker when it comes to anything, football, baseball, wrestling, it doesn't matter. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for second, third generation guys. I'm a big fan. I think yeah. it, and I really, in my opinion, I'm not going to say it's more difficult for a second generation guy to make it to the pros. Obviously, there's he, a little bit of pressure. So exactly. I would say that's it's more it. Difficult. And yeah, it's like, it's not more difficult. But I, I think that goes for any sport. I think so. Yeah. It's like 
they, they're born they're born genetically superior to some of us, you know. So they have a little bit better of odds. I mean, how many but, t- how many times do we see it fail in, in professional wrestling? Right. Yeah. You I know. know what I mean? Oh, I know. I know, but they're all the pressure that accom- that that is that that accompanies being a son of a former ball player, and you'll recognize all of these names. Thanks, brother. Um, yeah, so I'm a sucker for that, man. Like you, real quick, have you guys not been holding the beer cans up to the mic when you open them? I I did, but oh, did you? Yeah, oh. Willie forgot, but okay. he's he's got a new one, so he's, he's gonna do it. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, beer can. Hmm. Boy. Mm. Anyways, okay. okay. Back All to right. Say. So <laughs> again, I'm a sucker. So here we go. Dude named Brantley Bell plays third base for. Uh, actually, I don't know. I didn't dig that far into it. Who they're currently with, but he's the son of former ball player Jay Bell. Luke Dykstra, shortstop, son of Lenny Dykstra. Kevin Biggio. Plays third base. He's the son of Craig Biggio. Tate Matheny plays outfield. He's the son of Mike Matheny. Some of you out there might know, uh, might have heard of Mike Matheny. Hold on. Ooh, Ooh, that was good. good. That popped real good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gunner Gunner Buter plays second base. He's the son of Jay Buter. Ryan Ripken plays first base. He's the son. Wait, of wait, wait. Cal. Cal Ripken Jr. That's right. Grandson of. Grandson of Cal Ripken Sr., oddly enough. <laughs> you got uh, Dylan Brett plays catcher. He's the son of George Brett. You've got uh, Casey Clemens, pitcher, son of Roger Clemens. Jose Mesa, this one might surprise you. He's a pitcher. He's the son of Jose Mesa. <laughs> no. Whoa. I know, right? These Megans. I know. Hey, wait. Mind blown. <laughs> Mind blown. All right, you've got uh, Yvonne Derek Rodriguez. Pitcher, son of Ivan Pudge Rodriguez. Well, that's weird because Ivan, that's like a German type name. Then he's got Derek, that's an American. Then he's got well, Rodriguez. God, he's got it all of him. I, it might be pronounced like Derek or something like that. Oh, it's, okay. it's D-E-R-E-C-K. I was just trying to make it funny. Well, you know. All right, then these last three. <laughs> these last three here, just uh, one of them is kind of odd. Uh, and then the, the last two I'll elaborate on. So Trevor Gretzky. I don't know if you've ever heard that last wait, name before. Wait, Wayne. But you got it. The great you got one. It. The, the great, great one. one. Hooray! You've redeemed yourself. Okay, so Trevor Gretzky. Um, I'm pretty sure no longer plays because he's an actor now. Yeah, he's in Hollywood, like doing movies and stuff. I know it's odd to me too, but make a lot more money and you don't kill your body. That's not a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, true that. <laughs> Le- league minimum for acting is not sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. These these last two are guys who are actually up and coming uh, right now. They are some bad mama jamas coming up. Uh, you got Fernando Tatis Jr. He plays shortstop in the Padres organization. Okay. Uh, he's playing spring ball for him right now. Yep. Like he had like four hits and four RBIs or some shit the other day. It was wild. Got good blood. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's nineteen, I think. Uh, son of obviously Fernando Tatis. Uh, fun fact about Fernando Tatis, Willie. I know you'll remember this. And it was about the time you were, you were big into baseball. Fernando Tatis, famous for once hitting two grand slams in the, the same, same inning. inning. Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. The list of people who have done that is very, very. I'm going to say next to none. Yeah, he's the only one. Um, Bless you, Willie. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, the, another one, uh, this kid, I'm pretty sure he's still 18. His name is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Plays third base in the Blue Jays organization. Um, uh, same deal. He's up there playing spring ball right now with the team. Uh, probably end up getting designated to double A AA or triple A. I'm assuming double A. Maybe get called up. I don't know if he can hit bit. anything like his daddy. He'll be up in no well, time. Well, you know, you know, everybody remembers old Vlad for being uh, the guy who would swing at literally anything. Yeah, yeah you couldn't well, throw what, that guy a pitch. What's cool about hit. what's cool about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is that he um, he will swing at uh, next to nothing. But when he when he smacks it, it smacks it. Nice. But mm. he's uh, he's a lot more he's a lot more a lot more, it. Lot more patient. Yeah, a lot more patient. <laughs> waits waits for the pitch to uh, be you know be there and ready for him to hit it. Uh, both of them have a pretty rocket arm. Everybody remembers Vlad Senior having a cannon yep. from the outfield. Um, Junior though, oddly enough, plays the infield, plays third base right now. But. So you know, those are guys you re- you recognize their last names. You recognize their dads who played in the league, and I, I'm a sucker for that shit, man. Yeah. I think it's I think it's fucking awesome. Absolutely, yeah. Well, definitely, you're you're kind of looking almost at least five years into the future too with a lot of these guys. Yeah. Unless like they are maybe those last two what break in a little faster, but MLB is a very tough. I think out of all the major sports uh, minus like basketball because you go straight from high school or whatever but yeah uh, i guess one year now in college but uh baseball's tough yeah vlad and and fernando jr they are uh they're in the top 10 of the double a triple a guys and they're only 18 19 years old right so uh before we move on to our last segment willie uh let you join in on this any we'll do a different way do you have any like up-and-comers already in the league any new just Toss out maybe two, three names that you're uh, eyeballing. Uh, they could be Cubs. I don't care. Uh, whatever you want them to be. Uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll veto. They cannot be Cubs. <laughs> well, this made that segment very, very short. Um, let's see. Yeah. Um, well, a Cub for sure. I think that's going to have a super breakout season. Ian Happ. Um, he's already been, you know, on the team for I think maybe two years now. He, he played the majority of the year last year, and I think he had a a few games the year before he's gonna have pretty much a starting position this year i look for him to have a, a solid year yeah um another guy rice rice hoskins did i say that right rice rice reese i don't know hell he's he's a first baseman outfielder for the phillies came in he was a call up last year and what do you do he hit i don't even know 20 home runs and 150 at bats I look for him to have a, a, an absolute stellar year for the Phillies. Young kid kind of got thrown in, and they're like, oh, hey, fuck, we have this good guy. And uh, they signed Carlos Santana in the offseason, which surprised what? me. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, right. Um, to play first. So he's going to be their primary left fielder, I guess. So I don't know if that's his natural position or not, but just like looking forward to that. And, yeah, I mean, those are two off the top of my head that I can think of right now. Cool, cool. Schwarbs, that, don't forget about Schwarbs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. shout out to our Middletown guy here. Oh, yeah. just, 
Kyle Schwarber lost a human in the offseason. Man. Yeah. He looks fucking cut. Now, you know, will that translate to less power? I, I don't know. I don't think Stewart. so. He's still super strong. <laughs> uh, he will be first on the random drug test. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he already was. <laughs> <laughs> he very well might have been. Who knows, uh, man? Maybe he's just, seriously, maybe he's just trying to hit gaps well, hey. now. <laughs> yeah. For real. No, I mean, no, but you got to think, this guy blew out his knee. He, I don't even want. I don't even want to talk well, about it. Right. Really. Well, right. Whatever. He he was he was overweight, and then he realized, right. hey, I got to stay in the majors, and he he really proved himself this off season. No, he looks cool. he looks hella good. Yeah, he does. I saw the picture. He was pretty impressive. Just yeah. do that in an off season. So. Absolutely. All right. Uh, let's get through the scope. It was a little bit different. Sure. I liked I liked that a lot. Uh, we're gonna move on here into our final segment, which has been our stigma here for a few weeks now. Uh, we're gonna do our top five. Here we go. Like a nice little blues jam, huh? Oh, man, oh, man. That's straight off the Power Rage album. That's not really <laughs> off the Power Rage album. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Yeah, so. Good shit. Our top five uh, this week, again, baseball-related. And, uh, you know, going to the top five players that we loved growing up. Um, you know, guys that we always loved watching every time they were on TV or, you know, I guess even getting to see them in person, yeah. if, if by chance. Um, yeah. Yeah. Top five favorite all time, right? Top five favorite all time. So uh, we had some good answers on Facebook here. I'm going to pull them up real quick. I think that we're going to have a lot of, uh, I I don't know what you would say, like sentimental picks. Like uh, we had a lot of uh, matching answers between, I'm assuming probably ourselves, but for sure at least some people here on the Facebook page. I'm waiting for it to pull up here. Awkward silences, kind of weird. Um, I know Barry Larkin came up quite a few times, and you know, obviously from Ohio people, that's going to happen. Um, here we go. We got uh, Mr. Justin Isaacs from uh, Topic Takedown, Pete Rose, Barry Larkin, as I just said. Uh, <laughs> I don't. He wrote Deion Sanders, so I mean, you know. He, 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 he got a World Series. Yeah, he does. Yes, he does. That, <laughs> and a Super Bowl. <laughs> this is definitely Reds-oriented. Uh, Sean Casey and then uh, the Brandon, Brandon Phillips. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to save this one for last because it's fucking hilarious. Uh, Ween, Tanner, your brother. Oh, what's up, uh, Red Sox Nation. He goes David Ortiz, Ken Griffey Jr., Kevin Euclides. Euclides. Euclides, whatever. Uh, Dustin Pedroia, mm-hmm. John Lester, and Manny Ramirez. Uh, and then we're going to Ashley Crane here. She likes a guy who can't throw to first base. She, she <laughs> went I mostly, <laughs> I love him. Mostly <laughs> Braves. I mean, this this takes me back here. Just reading this list. Her number yeah. one was Chipper Jones. No uh, way, Ashley. No way. Then, <laughs> well, she had a three way tie at number two with Tom Glavin, uh, Greg Maddox, and John Smoltz. I mean, all those right, guys right. were all amazing. Barry Larkin. There he is again. 
Yeah. Sean Casey and Aaron Boone. I'm a little disappointed she didn't have John Rocker on her list, but God, he, he's in his own category. He doesn't need to be listed. That's true. That's true. Uh, <laughs> no, no specific order here. We got Mr. Pete Rose himself, uh, Charlie Hustle, Randy Johnson, Ryan Friel, Adam Dunn, Ken Griffey Jr., and old Big Mac, Mark McGuire. You know, Randy Johnson and, and I have the same nickname. <laughs> the Big Unit. <laughs> That's not true at all. But I'm pumped. Is there that? Do you have that sound? On a different screen. Oh. Yeah. Can't get to it right now. Uh, and then the last one we got here, we got Barry Larkin again. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr., Joe Morgan, Pedro Martinez. Go. Oh, I like his Honda store. Yeah. Joey Votto, and then uh, Manny Ramirez is an honorable mention. So here, we have so. a lot of Red Sox and a lot of Reds. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. Red's my favorite color, so I'll go with that. Uh, Ty, you want to shoot your shot first? Sure. Sure, no problem at all. Hey, don't no peeking, no peeking, no peeksies, no peeksies. That's what she said. Actually, I don't care, Willie. You can see. That's okay. I'm gonna hear it here in a minute. Yeah, so that's I'm, true. I'm good. I'm going five to one here. I am going five to one. Chipper Jones wanted to be him. Loved oh, him for sure. Right? Didn't everybody in the nineties? Uh, Peter Edward Rose would be number four. <laughs> you were throwing me off there with Edward. I'm like, wait, who? <laughs> And then uh, number three here is Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. That I didn't want to say his name earlier, but that's one of the guys my dad showed me. Like, right. look, look at Pudgy, man. Like that. That's a bad dude, and he's five foot four. Exactly. You know. And, um, yeah, I, I he was always him. fun to watch. And, oh. I mean, he he was like Brett Favre of the major leagues. You know, like just ran exciting. Just had, had a fun time right, all the right. time. Always smiling. Number two, Ken Griffey Jr. Shouldn't surprise anybody. The kid, homegrown. Um, number one, anybody who knows me is going to know this one already. My man, the captain, DJ Derek Jeter. It's my dude, man. I don't, I don't know. I can't explain it to anybody, but I mean the fact that statistically average. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. But uh, he is the only Yankee in the history of the game. We're talking about the Yankees here. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the New York Yankees. He's the only Yankee in the three hundred or the three thousand hit club. You know, it's like. Uh, statistically average all you want I mean, to. And that's, my, man, my man's got a lot of weight on a lot of hand. hitters coming through that organization, too. My man's got a lot of weight on one hand and never been in trouble or anything like that. Um, and the fact that uh, I said this, you guys know that you guys know this. The fact uh, I said for a long time when I bought some Yankees apparel, I've got some Yankees hats. I said for the longest time, when Derek Jeter retires, I'll stop rooting for the Yankees and I'll find I'll find another player, another team to like. And I didn't find another team after he retired to to have as my second team, really. And then the Yankees hired Aaron Boone. And I thought to myself, God damn, I am so happy I didn't get rid of any of my Yankees stuff. Because that's fucking awesome. So just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Nice. Good list. Nice. I like that. <laughs> Will, yep. you want to rattle off your five here? Uh, yeah. Um, I was going top five all time was my understanding of the list. That is. Oh, okay. Is. Okay. Top t- five favorite. Favorite uh, all time. Uh, favorite. See, I was well, thinking. what would be the difference? Uh, well, I was like going like statistical, like, like, oh, like, like, like all time, yeah. right? No. So Favorites. Uh, I'll write off a few, then I have my list that I was preparing, which was the all-time... Fuck it! Fuck it, right. So, uh, <laughs> which this guy's on no top 100 list because of the issues he had with Sammy Sosa. That's, that's, that is my top five favorite ball player, mainly because of the, you know, him and Big Mac. For sure. 
um, through the '90s chasing each other. That was that was some of the best baseball. That, that's ever. just exciting at that so age exciting. as a kid when we're only nine, Fucking ten years old. Slammy Sammy, man. I mean, come on. It's awesome. It, it's been a long time since we went to school and like, dude, I can't wait to watch the Cubs right. tonight. One tonight. It's Tuesday, Cubbies. And then you know, McGuire would hit two, and we'd be yeah. like, fuck. You know, yeah. yeah, it was just great, great, great memories. Um, so this is obviously old, older school, but um, Nolan Ryan. Oh man, uh, dude has seven no hitters. I mean, is there any more to say? Probably not. Frank Robinson. Yeah, uh, he was a red. I now see why you shit on Derek Jeter when uh, when I said it because you thought I had him as greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah, yeah, well, well right. Well, it <laughs> wouldn't really have mattered if yeah. you thought that or not. So that's true. So yeah, Frank Robinson, um, the only player to win an AL and NL MVP. Um, you know, the dumbass Reds traded him at a old age of thirty, and he went on to the <laughs> AL to win the Triple Crown. <laughs> so welcome to the Reds organization. Yes, yes, that's about accurate. Um, he they they trade him for Milt Pappas. <laughs> Does anyone know who Milt Pappas is? No, I mean, I've, heard him. I've right. heard him. You heard him because of this trade. Because <laughs> of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete Rose is definitely on my list. Um, I mean Charlie Hustle. There's not much more to say about him. I mean, all I time, go all time hits favorite leader. or yeah, right. Or, or statistically revolutionized the game. Man. Yep. I mean all time hits with was four thousand two hundred fifty six. This is. Yeah. Ending total, and I don't give a shit if he gambled or not. That had no effect <laughs> on his play. The motherfucker should be on the hall in the that, hall of we fame. We could spend another hour yeah. on that. Yeah. Anyways, special podcast episode ten. Right. Heroes for <laughs> Hall of Fame, <laughs> and then uh, Roberto Clemente. Um, yeah. I think one of the premier first five tool players. And by what I mean by five tool, if anyone doesn't know, you have the speed, the power, the fielding. Uh, the contact and what's the fifth one? Speed, power, contact, fielding. There's another one. That was fucking horrible. throwing. Maybe throwing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Actually, fielding. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Roberto Clemente did it all. Um, there's a story that Dad told me back in the day that I didn't know. Obviously, who Roberto Clemente was until Dad's story because you know he saw him play live because you know Dad's old as shit. <laughs> um, he, he saw Roberto Clemente play at Crosley Field. Um, the Pirates were playing the Reds, obviously. <clears throat> the The Reds won ten to nine, but Roberto Clemente knocked in all nine runs, and he had a home run to left, right, and center. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So, uh, dude was dude was awesome, and he had a tragic. Uh, he died in a um, plane plane crash, plane crash yeah. going to give relief to the. I think. Was he Puerto Rican or Dominican? Whatever he is. One of the two, he was given relief fucked up. and well. died very early. And dude, yeah. was, dude was awesome. Well. Uh, new list, though. I, I, Pudge is definitely on my list. Altu- Jose Altuve and then Cal Ripton Jr., the Iron Man. Okay. Hey, man. He, oh, was, he, was, he was fun to watch. It, again, like that, like that classic... Uh, you know, group of players that, you know, they're, they're just all-timers. Yeah. And you just loved watching. And, you know, you heard their name and you know what to think of immediately. Uh, my list of favorites here, uh, Barry Larkin, again. Of course. I mean, of course. Just, even though I was never a Reds fan, I mean, you couldn't – I mean, the guy was awesome. Be the Reds manager, please. And he represented the city well, too. That, yeah. That was, was really cool. And another cool thing, and I know you guys will agree on this, is the glove – when you're a kid playing, had to have the Barry Larkin oh, glove. Oh yeah, I had, I had that. I loved that. I used that glove uh, 
for quite a few years before it finally got worn out. But I had the punch catcher mitt. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, here, <laughs> here's a different name that, that didn't really get tossed up, and it, it's kind of weird why, but uh, as a kid, you know, again, you loved seeing the batters, the ones that just, you know, you're expecting a home run every time. The big hurt. Frank, oh, Frank Thomas. T, huh? Okay. And he had a baller ass game for Sega that I loved playing. <laughs> and it was so awesome. And it was like a more realistic Sega game than most of them were. But yeah. that, man, I loved playing it. And it just, again, the big bat. I mean, you, you loved watching those guys that, that wielded the big bat. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and he was one of them. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. What more can you say? Right. I was more. It was more Seattle for me than it was for Reds. I, and I think most people, probably, most yeah. Reds fans, will say that we got the old Griffey. I mean right. that that swing though and his stance. I mean just classic. It just kind of sticks in your mind. The backwards hat. The swing man. Yeah, man. The, the, the yeah the the ear pierce. Wasn't that like uh, an iconic like? He uh, he has a swingman logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a shoe brand, a Nike or uh, not Nike. Oh shit! Actually, no, it is Nike. Uh, yeah, he's got the uh, the swingman logo on everything, cleats mostly, but got him on baseball. Um, what do you call him? The batting gloves and yeah. hats. I think and the cool thing about Griffey though too is he got to literally play with his play dad. with his dad. They hit I mean, home that, runs that's back awesome. to back. Yeah, yeah that, that is pretty the, cool. The whole story of that's just fantastic. And he's a local guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, always always loved him and. I think everybody around here will always say him regardless. Uh, and then now this comes in. I'm surprised this didn't come up for you, to be honest with you. Uh, this goes into my I – have, I, have I have to have a pitcher in here just because, uh, you know, uh, pitching became my thing. Randy Johnson, man. Yeah. Fucking loved him. I yeah. mean, there wasn't nobody that pitched like that guy, at least at that time. Yeah, I really enjoyed him because of his intensity. Well, it, he, he, was, he, was, he was serious about it, but he wasn't like – he didn't get like overly no pissed off. Yeah, it was it was unbelievable that a, a man who stood up there. I'm pretty sure he was like six eight. You know, yeah, six, oh he, he'd stand on the mound, and it was like any time that the the MLB presentation, whatever channel we were watching, it was like every time it looked at him, and he had pulled his cap down, and he was just looking at the the pet the the, the batter. And all you could see was his eyes. And it was just like, dude, that's a scary you motherfucker know, You know, he right just there. had, like, lasers and targets yeah. laid in on that strike. And every, he's left-handed. Yeah. He's stepping literally in your face. Ten feet away. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he was very dominant. Real gangly kind yeah. of frame. I mean, Look, yeah. like wire, wire, bastard. wiry and gangly. You don't yeah. really see that much. And, yeah, but, from, man, like, he, the hills of Kentucky, but too, he is had what like, he looked like. <laughs> Hundred mile an hour fastball on the reg, and I just loved his intensity because he would strike out a guy. Well, mostly when he would strike out a guy to end the inning, and he would He'd put just his, go straight to. Well, the... he would put his mouth in his glove so right, he could right. say whatever the fuck he wanted to, like "Yeah, motherfucker, fucking suck my dick." <laughs> but he never, you know. But you could never pick it up. Could, you we, could, work, never... could we work on getting Randy Johnson on here <laughs> to see what he actually said over the years? You know, he That'd could say great. whatever he wanted to say, and he would. He was making sure that the the kids who were in attendance or the kids watching on television didn't weren't ex- yeah exactly weren't exposed to real anything. intense but real professional. Yeah. I, just, I always love that about. Him. I mean, just I mean, he was. I don't recall any. I'm sure he had an off game every now and then, but sure. I mean, he was fairly. Always on target and I mean, a, a team who zoned sh- in. A team who should have never won a, a World Series won a World Series. Yeah, because of Randy Johnson, Kirk Schilling, Schilling, and what? And that, Louis, Louis Gonzalez, Gonzalez and right. Matt that Williams. Was, yeah. that, 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 see, that's a team that like they're just a blip, kind of, oh, because absolutely. they they weren't. 
they were kind of a mix of veterans and young guys, and it just worked. It's so weird yeah. when and when, a young team. It's so weird when players like that go to a different team after they, you know, their their the like their faces, uh, um, like. You think of the Mariners, you know, when you look at Randy Johnson. You don't always think of the Diamondbacks, <laughs> even though he went and got a World Series. <laughs> right. You know I'll what I mean? Like affiliated. Like, yeah. same thing with Alex, Murphy. Alex Rodriguez is a Yankee, but he was actually statistically the best when he was a, ran- a Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. 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 Uh, and my last one here, really no surprise at all, uh, Mark McGuire, just based on, you know, the whole... Kind of the Sosa McGuire. I mean, the whole the 90s, the 90s home run dude. race thing. I mean, that was just... It didn't matter what happened in the rest of baseball, but those two guys tuning in each night. Make no mistake about it, they would be on my list because they've saved it. Not, I never disliked baseball, but they saved baseball for the country. Mm-hmm. But they brought it to the like it be, made it the top sport yeah, because they're a, a Cub and a Cardinal. Fuck them. <laughs> but you know what was weird? It was just like after that season. You know, it, it's always weird. It kind of with any sport really, but like the next season was just. Those two were not the same. Like, I mean, they they were, but obviously not to that level. But it was it was weird to see because with McGuire, he was either hitting home run or he was striking out. I mean, there was really no in between at all. Not like he could really run the bases anyway, being all roided up like that. But no, he could not. <laughs> no, look at like same thing with Bonds as a Pirate to the Giant. Look at McGuire as an A to the Cardinals. I mean, dude was grew two times himself. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that's probably why he played first base too, just because he, he, he couldn't really move. Uh, he a was whole he was mostly uncoordinated. Yeah, right, right. mostly he could very. He could he couldn't run when he was uh, young because he he was just uncoordinated. Ran like a goofy bastard, and yeah, I'd, steroids. Ster- he's one of the few that steroids I think really helped out because I don't think he was good at a whole lot of other stuff. No, right, right. No, not at all. Not at all. But, but Sammy Sosa was a good outfielder before he started doing roids. Right. Barry Bonds was a good outfielder. Rafael Palmero was a good hitter, a good home run hitter, right. and a good first baseman. Jose Canseco was like one of the fastest guys in the MLB before he started juicing up. Man, there's so many classic players. Balls over the fence <laughs> for home runs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Rafael Palmeiro. I mean, so yeah. dude, is he? I heard he's going to make a comeback. He's is that trying. true? He's going to try, yeah, dude. I fuck mean, it. That's all. He's like fifty four. Yeah, he'll, go for he, it. Dude. He could play single A. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go watch him play for Still, the Dragons. Dude. I'll go watch him play for the Dragons. Right. I don't fucking care. Hey, but that was some that was some good list, guys. We'll be yeah. a little more uh, specific, I guess, next time. So we're all on the same page. <laughs> that was kind of fun. I mean, it's all right. Yeah, it all worked. I can hey, still make a list. The, one, can I tell one story about Griffey? Yeah, absolutely. Griff. I went to a game one time. You two already know this. Griffey was a funny-ass dude, and I, I met him personally one time at Kings Island. I can tell you that story another time, too. But um, I went to a ball game one time, and the Reds, you know, have been bad for a long time. But this particular season, they were terrible, terrible, like worse than the Reds usually are. And I'm out in the... Was this, was this hangnail Griffey? Yeah, yeah. Hangnail it was right, Griffey? It was right before eyelash 30 Griffey. days? Okay. I'm in right field in the sun moon deck, first row, had tickets from a friend's dad whatever we went down there and was dicking around reds were getting shelled and i'm yelling at griffey and you know the baseball guys are really good about leaving the leaving the crowd be and i'm yelling at griffey i'm like griffey go pitch. Ignoring, ignoring griffey everybody. get out there go to the mound griffey griffey and he eventually acknowledged me by putting his left hand behind his back and giving me the dikembe mutombo finger wag like telling me uh-uh <laughs> like no, i'm no 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 i know you know i'm not doing that and I said, why not? You can't be any worse. 
and he he put his he put his right hand with his glove over his face and started laughing real hard, you know. And it was like uh, it was cool. And he came out and uh, just they he just talked to us for a little bit or whatever. And we were just I was like, bro, you used to pitch, man. When you remember when you were at Moeller, you used to pitch. You know, I was just thought like you can't be any worse than what's going on in the mound right now. <laughs> I, I can kind of piggyback that story though. I was sitting in right field and Griffey was obviously playing right and. Uh, there was a drunk guy a few rows Stop. in front of us. No, for no, real, not at a, a baseball guy. game. And this motherfucker was not like, at a sporting event. From like the seventh, was, was it me? No, 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 oh, okay, no, different no. one. So, seventh inning on, he was like, "Griffey, hey Griffey, Griffey!" Like it was just everywhere was Griffey. Like this is it was just like non fucking stop. Finally, finally, after like an inning and a half, I think Griffey had enough of it because it was. I think we were losing that well, game. Eventually, he gets distracted well, after right. a while. So he actually turned to this guy and was like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like he just mouthed, "Like shut up." <laughs> it was kind of it was comical, and then the guy shut up because he's like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I got Griffey to talk yeah, to me." Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Exactly. He went home telling everybody, "Like, dude, I talked to Griffey. Did, <laughs> did they put me on TV? We had a right. conversation. Griffey. Did they, did they cast that? Did they <laughs> with the camera on me? Right, right." Anyways, a good top five list, guys. Uh, sure. Appreciate it. Appreciate everybody on Facebook commenting, sharing. You know, participate always. We love the participation. Um, you know, we hope to get a lot more of it. And like I said, our numbers keep growing, and uh, we're really, uh, really stoked about where everything's going. So, uh, again, thank you to everybody that's going to tune in to listen to this. Is tune in to listen to the past episodes. You can find us on SoundCloud, Don uh, Shooting Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Gone Shooting Podcast. Again, thank you everybody that's listened. Help us keep those numbers growing. Keep listening to us, and you know, we hope to not disappoint. Obviously, now we're getting a little uh, more high tech. We got the music going now. Hey, yeah. Yeah, I mean, got some good stuff on the horizon. We got some great episodes coming up too. Some great topics that we cannot wait to do. Um, again, had to do this one a little early because a little weekend plans this week. You and I fit to not remember a damn thing Sunday. I plan on my back hurting Sunday when I wake up. I feel like that. That's plausible. What's happening? That's yeah. our work, uh, a work trip that Why we're taking. Why would your back be hurting? Because I'm going to be so <laughs> fucked up that I fall asleep in the street. Fair enough. <laughs> I won't leave you there. I've dragged you home before. That's true. That's true. We've dragged you. I was going to say Willie's not going to be with us though. So nah, I don't right. know if you can drag my fast. But the in 364 days, we'll be in Louisville for Metallica, and I plan on my oh, back yeah. hurting that night too. Yeah, that, that'll happen. <laughs> Definitely some good stuff. Maybe on because the you'll be carrying me, Willie. Thanks again for having us, man. I know it's As a always. midweek, you know, kind of deal, but hey, worked out just fine. Appreciate you having us on. Thanks to Shelly too. Thank you, Shelly, and the yeah. dogs. And the pups. They're upstairs. Yeah, so, again, everybody, check us out. Facebook, SoundCloud, Gone Shooting Podcast. Willie, many thanks again for joining us. Thank you, thank You're you. You're bound to be on again eventually. Oh, absolutely. Of course. I mean, and, again, everybody that has also told us they wanted to sit in, don't worry. We'll, we'll get, get to you. We will get to you. Just uh, let it be a little patient with us. We got a ton of stuff that we want to do, and it'll all come in time. So, again, Facebook, SoundCloud, Gone Shooting Podcast. Thank you again, everybody, for checking us out, and we will check you out on the next episode of the Gone Shooting Podcast.